If you come to Sunday school, you know exactly what those cost. What they cost? A dollar. I love the dollar store. And it's not so taxing to have a spare pair. I have many pairs like this around the house. I love the dollar store. I love a bargain. I want to start uh, tonight in uh, Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Real familiar scripture. I'm just going to give you this out there right away. If you are one and you like, uh, you would like to watch Christian TV and find a preacher you can listen to, uh, I'll, I'll just tell you that there are so, so few out there that I could say actually proclaim the unadulterated Word of God. But I know of two. And I'll, go to, I'll take these to the bank. You, you can listen to Carter Conlon. C-O-N-L-O-N. Carter Conlon. He took David Wilkerson's place. And you can also listen to Tim Delana. Tim Delana is not only safe, Tim Delana is hilarious. He is, he is one of the, the funniest and doesn't even try to be. But he preaches the Word of God. I just want to put that out there. If you are in search of someone, because any time that I, I pass through the channels and I, and I find Christian TV and what is on there is disheartening. It's, it's disheartening and it is a testament to where we're at in America. Verse 12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Now, we have not been there for, uh, I'll bet, 10 years at the psych ward at Bethesda when they had it going on there. Uh, they ran us out. But I was always amazed when I went in there, the amount of people who were in that place who said, a lot of times it would be all of them. I said, how many of you people know Christ? And everyone would raise their hand. A lot of times, all of them would. And there would be uh, sometimes 15 and 20 people in there. And I would ask them, how many of you read the Word of God every day? No hands. I'm telling you, church, you and I have the answer. It's all right for the world not to have their thoughts discerned. But you and I got to have ours discerned. Because there's stuff, have you noticed, that just comes into your thoughts every day? And it's, hardly any of it is good. And if you, if you do not have the Word of God inside of you, you're going to start believing what the enemy's telling the world. Because he's trying to tell the church the same thing. And you and I are supposed to be separate. We're we're supposed to have our minds renewed, right? We're, we're, we're to think different than not only the world, but what we used to think before we knew Christ. And it needs changed every day. Every day it needs renewed. I want to encourage you today, if you have laid your word down, you get back in. At last, uh, I don't remember, it was, it was either last week or week before in Sunday school, by the way, we have Sunday school. 
We have Sunday school for adults. Uh, I've heard of many people say, man, I wish there was a Bible study. Good news. Every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, there's a Bible study. It's right in the old teen sanctuary. And if you are interested in studying the Word of God, it's all we do. It's all we've done for years. We don't have different books. We don't have... We have the Word of God, and we go through it. I would encourage you to come if you want to grow. Verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And I'm telling you, yes, God has indeed said. People are killing each other. There's all kinds of craziness that goes on all because 6,000 years ago somebody said, has God said? And what's happening today? They're still saying, has God said? For just a brief time yesterday I had on, uh, we get W-O-U-B, the educational shows, and that's using that term loosely. But they had this one guy on there talking about how 64.7 64.7 million years ago. I, I, if I wouldn't have paid so much for the TV, I'd probably thrown a brick through it. I mean, I, 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 all I could think about was the Scripture professing themselves to be wise. They've become fools. The earth is 6,000 years old, give or take a few years. We've not evolved. The earth has not evolved. The earth was made 6,000 years ago. It is documented. I love the, the teaching series we had on a few years ago. You can count on the Word of God. I'm telling you, you can count on the Word of God. Even about the temple being rebuilt in Jerusalem, there's already something standing where it's supposed to be rebuilt, right? It'll be rebuilt. It will be rebuilt. I promise you it will happen. Everything that God has ever said is going to happen, has happened, or will happen. Everything in this word. People say, man, I just wish I knew what was going to happen. Here it is. It's, it's playing out right before our very eyes. You know, the, the word of God. And I just want to, I want to thank you for coming out. You, didn't even know, you knew pastor wasn't going to be here and you came out anyway. God bless your heart. That's what I say. God bless your heart. I've prayed prayed even this afternoon when I was getting ready. I said, God, just bless. Bless them for coming out, for making an effort to come out. They know pastor's not going to come, but they're here anyway. God bless them. Bless them. Teach them. I I hope we can learn something tonight. But I'm telling you as a brother in Christ that there is such power in this word. I love the word of God. Look at Psalm 1. I would encourage you to, if you've laid it down, you stir yourself to get in this thing. And, and as Isaiah says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. Just get it in you. Verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But in his law, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates whenever he can. Not like he should. Whenever he gets a chance. Day and night. 
day and night. Day and night. If you don't hear anything else I say, you hear this. Day and night. Day and night. Well, I don't understand. Things just didn't work out right. There's a thing, things are, the wheels are falling off. Day and night. Day and night. I told you before, I have never ran into anyone who said, I forgot to eat the last three days. I'm 64 years old. I've never ran into that person yet. We always remember to feed our flesh. We've got to take the same initiative and feed our spirit. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in a season whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. You can forget the cha-ching there. But I'm telling you, when you meditate on God's word, when he, the word, the, the word tells us, order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. When God orders our steps, they prosper. Oh, they prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Because the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's what the fool says. Fools make a mock at sin. Do they not? But you know what? Go to a funeral home of someone who is lost and look at the difference of when someone is saved. All of a sudden the mocking stops and people come to us looking for answers. Oh, they'll look for answers. If you know someone who has died and has gone on to be with the Lord, there is such a difference in the service. A preacher can get up and say, I know where they're at. Because the Word of God says that. Amos, the book of Amos, verse 8. Chapter 8, I mean. We are in these days. Verse 11 says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will send a famine on the land. Not a famine of bread, nor of thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord. But, you got your Bible? What's the next word say? They shall not find it. They shall not find it. Hello, we are in that day in America. That's why all these mega conferences go on. People are hungry and they're thirsting and they're trying to fill it with praise and worship. They're trying to fill it with singing. They're trying to fill it with teaching. I'm telling you, they're trying to, to fill a void that can only be filled with the Word of God. Only the Word of God. Only the Word of God. When you go anywhere, I don't care where it's at, and you hear anything else besides the word of, the, the, of, of God, it's messed up. 
you do not need to hear my opinion. You do not need to hear what I think. You don't need me trying to be funny. You don't need me trying to get you to like me. All you need from me is to hear the Word of God. That's what's required of me. You need to hear the Word of God. Do you know why? Because it's the only thing that can change us. My opinion will never change you. Having fun won't change you. But God's Word inside of you and I changes us when we meditate on day and night. That's how we become like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Whenever I think of a tree planted by the rivers of water, if you look at a, a, a crick bed, along that crick bed, if you know your trees, a lot of times you're going to see two trees along a crick bed. You're going to see elms and you're going to see sycamores. Now, I had a sawmill, and I tell you, if you saw a sycamore tree once it's been down, that log will spray you like you're getting sprayed with a garden hose. It is so full of, of water. God says, that's what you're going to be like. If you meditate on my word day and night, you're going to be full. It's just going to spray out of you. Everyone around is going to know. A famine, not for bread, not for water, but hearing the words of the Lord. They're going to run from sea to sea looking. I'm telling you, what we have here is rare. If you can go in a place and you can hear the word of God... That's why I can only think of those two I would recommend. There's probably some other good ones out there, but those two I know you can, you can listen to, download them on YouTube or on uh, wherever you got to download them from. Tim Delana and Carter Conlon are two good ones. They are safe to listen to. They're not giving me a cut for this either. First <laughs> Peter 2. Verse 1 says, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking as newborn babes, desire the pure or sincere milk of the word that you may grow. That you may grow. Now, we have a crazy church in America. They run to and fro seeking this and seeking that. But they're not desiring the sincere milk of the word. Uh, we had uh, some of the family out yesterday because uh, Kirsten came out to cut hair. And uh, a little while ago, Nate, uh, you know how dads are. He thought I was giving the kids too many Tic Tacs. I don't know why. I mean, there's not any sugar in them or anything. And so what was happening was he thought they were behaving wildly because of the sugar. Can you imagine that happening? Grandparents don't mind that stuff. Parents do. But it was a great picture of what happens when they're not eating the, the right stuff. 
Because the same thing happens in the spirit. We want stuff that makes us feel good. God wants us to have stuff that runs junk out, makes us healthy spiritually. And that's the reason the megachurches can just go crazy. Because people do not... You remember when Steve, in the 7th chapter of, of Acts when Stephen was stoned? You remember what they were doing? He was giving them the word of God. He said, you stiff-necked, hard-hearted people, as it is written of you. And what happened? They stopped their ears. They came upon him. You can read it. And they bit him. They gnashed him. And then they stoned him to death. And all he said was, Lord, don't hold this sin to their charge. Why? Because he was giving them the word of God. And the word of God is quick. It's alive. It's powerful. You give it to people, and I tell you, you get their attention right now. Right now. They, I, I love it. Pastor calls it the cotton candy gospel. That's what we have in America. But the problem is everyone's teeth is rotten out like they are on some bad drug. Because the church is anemic. The church is unhealthy because we, we don't study the Word of God. We don't find it necessary. If you're out there and you have no joy, I'm telling you, you get in this. You want joy? Start meditating on the Word of God. You want strength? Meditate on the Word of God. You want direction? Meditate on the Word of God. I promise you, I guarantee you, you will have it. A couple weeks ago, uh, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't try to embarrass her, but uh, Dot came up for prayer, you know, and, and one of the things I asked her was, are you reaching? She said, I read every day. I said, oh, you keep going, sweetheart. You keep going. She said, well, there's just such a war going on. I said, that's a confirmation you're going in the right direction. Can you, tell, can you tell her as a church, this is life in Christ? The war has begun. The enemy left her alone for years. You turn your life over to Christ and he attacks. He, has he stopped attacking you, Fred? He doesn't stop, does he? How about you, Daryl? He don't stop, does he? That's what, that's, that's, so, and he comes, and how does he come? Usually from this point here up. And so he starts messing with our head. He tries to. And that's why the Word of God says, the Word of God discerns our thoughts. Because if the enemy's messing with us, he tells us, God hates you. That's an old one, right? And he wears that thing out. God's mad at you. No one likes you. And when the Word of God is not in here to discern that thought, we believe it. We believe it. Here's what happens. It's a pattern. I got saved in 1982, and one thing I've done is I've taken notes. I've watched people's lives. And people who lay the Word of God down and don't come, don't make it. They don't make it. So one thing I told Doc, she came for prayer, a young baby Christian. I said, you keep coming. 
Doesn't matter how you feel. You keep coming and let the ladies of the church minister to you. Let them come. Because you're going to be ministering to them. That's what we do in the body of Christ, right? That's what we're supposed to do. That's why the Word of God says, don't forsake the assembling together. I'm saying, looking around, not everyone believes that. So is God wrong? So there, there's things that happen here that don't happen anywhere else. I'm not talking about this church. I'm saying inside this where we assemble, there are powerful things that happen here. We see each other, hug each other. Relationships are solidified. and we're, We can pray for each other. But we've decided we're smarter than God. And so we do things. People will just, they just take things out. And, uh, was it last week I spoke at the teens or a week before? You know one thing I noticed? I'm amazed how many people drop their kids off and don't come in. I, I just want so much to, to, to tell them you, it's good that you're bringing them, but really what you're not doing, they're watching. Because you're telling them it's not important enough for me, but it's important for you. The Word of God says don't forsake this. Don't matter how you feel. Well, pastor's not there. Well, that I mean, we there's people I think obviously think he's going he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he'll tell you it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And they they've put him in a place he does not need to be nor want to be. Only Jesus can be in that place. Second Timothy 3, one of my favorite scriptures. Such a great word to give a young evangelist. Verse 16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, Thoroughly equipped for every word. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. You think of all the things that we do that are not profitable. Oh my gosh, the time that we waste. Not profitable. God says, you get this word inside of you and it's going to be profitable for doctrine reproof, instruction, and righteousness. It's going to equip you so when someone else comes to you, you're going to be able to say, it is written. Because that's really what we, that's the advice we need to be giving people, right? You got a marriage problem, you got a health problem, you got money problems, you got kid problems, parent problems, whatever problems you have, it's addressed in the Word of God. It's in there. We want, we, want to, <laughs> we want pills to fix everything. I heard someone say a long time ago, it's the gospel. This is the answer. 
If, if I was living in today's times, I promise you, they'd had me on drugs. They would have. Said others, no, he, he has way too much. He's hyperactive. He's got a chemical imbalance. Please don't be mad at me, but I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of what we call a chemical imbalance, kids just need their backside swatted. I don't care if you agree with me or not. It's what the Word of God says. It says, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from him. It works. It works. God's Word works. And I've had parents come to me and say, I'm mystified. I, I don't know what to do with them. I said, do you want, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> yes. Tell me. Come here. I'm going to tell you. Oh, wouldn't that hurt him? Yes. Yes. Don't let your soul spare for his much crying. That's what the Word of God says. Yes, it hurts. It's supposed to hurt. What's going to keep him from doing it again if it doesn't hurt? That's how far, that's how far off we've gotten. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. God's Word works. It works. Correct your son and he will give you rest. He'll give you rest. If you're a mother out there and you keep your husband from correcting your, your kids, especially your sons, you're nuts. You will pay one day. You will pay dearly. I wore his backside out. It's just as simple as that. And it's all because he ran around with Chase. He was such a bad influence in his life. It was them. It was the Rossers. Listen, he's serving God and raising his children to do the same. And you know, you know how I knew to do that to him? Because I have a pretty good idea who he's like. And if it were not for my father, I'd be in prison. Because that's what the Word of God says you do. You correct your son while there's hope. Don't let your soul spare for his crying. Because I'm, I'm just going to tell you, some days you'll think, all you do is spank kids. I mean, that's what you'll think. Oh my gosh, I'm, it's not, a parent hates it. A, a, a parent has got their mind on, their, their head on straight. No, surely no one enjoys spanking. I can't count the times I would spank and I'd go behind the shop and I'd cry. I, we was all crying. I hated spanking. And sometimes I'd try to say, God, are you, you sure about this? He said, this is what I said to do. I, I believe it is a testimony that God, the, the, Nathan sitting back there is a testimony that God's word works. It works. It works. He didn't, he didn't grow up hating me. The word of God says, if I don't correct him, if I don't correct my kids, I hate them. That's what God's word says. 
His word. Isaiah 55. I know you know these scriptures. I want to encourage you, if you've laid that word down, get back in it. Verse 8 says, <laughs> For my thoughts are not your thoughts. That, that's a whole other preaching series, series right there. My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your, your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. If you were in Sunday school this morning, let me tell you a way where God's way is higher than my way. He says, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that despitefully use you and persecute you. Is that your way? There's no, that's, no, that's nothing like my way. I think, oh my gosh, wouldn't it just be easier just to pop him? Dude, I can't be the only one that thinks that. God says, no, that's not my way. He says, be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Someone hits you on the right cheek? Oh. Does it, if you're a guy, doesn't that just go against everything in you? But God says, my ways are not your ways. And they're not, my thoughts are not your thoughts because they're higher. He says, for as the rain comes down from heaven and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. As we're speaking tonight, God's worth, he's sending his word out to you and I. It's, he's sending it out. God said, it's not going to return to me empty. It's going to accomplish the thing wherewith I'm sending it. God's word. That is why this has been ripped off every public place across the United States there is. The Ten Commandments are no longer up. Just the Ten Commandments can bring conviction because it is the Word of God. Thou shalt not kill. Needs to be placed at every abortion clinic. Thou shalt not kill. We, we in America, we're weirdos because even the church wants... We want to sin, but we don't want the consequences of sin. And God says... Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever he sows, that shall he also reap. If he sows to the flesh, he reaps destruction. If he sows to the spirit, he reaps everlasting life. That's what the word of God says, right? Galatians 6. So when we study the word of God, we're sowing to the spirit. That's what we're doing. And as we're sowing to the Spirit, and it's working out stuff in us, all the while we don't realize that God's filling our pockets. He's putting stuff in there. He's putting His Word in there. He says, I'm doing this so that you're going to have seed, so that when you, got, you talk to someone, now you can sow my Word. For thus saith the Lord. It is written. It is written. 
It is written. We, we, you and I could counsel better than 99% of who they call counselors out there if we have the Word of God inside of us. That's the counsel that doesn't fail. We need to get it inside of us so we can give it. We need to be sowing it. We do. <clears throat> Psalm 119. Verse 9 says, How can a young man cleanse his way? Great question, isn't it? How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. By taking heed. Remember James 1.22 tells us, But be doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. It says, it's not enough for you and I to sit in here and hear it. We have to take heed. We have to, to do the Word of God. I love what Jason had to say this morning. I mean, there's something expected of us. Our names are, is your name written in heaven? My name's written in heaven. When I, when I became saved, I gave my heart to Christ. I changed masters. And his, this master I'm serving now has something completely different for me to do than what the last master did. Because the last master, all he wanted to do was steal, kill, and destroy. This master says, I've come, you might have life and have it more abundantly. This master says, stand in the, old, stand in the way and ask for the old paths wherein the good way is and walk therein. And you shall find rest for your souls but we said, no, we will not. We will not. This right here is the old paths. Jeremiah talks about in chapter 6. The old paths are right here. He said, you ask for them. Ask for the old paths. You'll find rest for your souls. There's so much restlessness in the church because people are not studying their word. I'm telling you, you and I have seen nothing yet. You think it's crazy now? We've seen nothing. You thought about your grandkids? What the heck are they going to see if the Lord doesn't return? So, somebody has got to have the backbone and the guts to stand up and say, Thus says the Lord. To be a doer of the word so others can see. Trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. That's what God's called us to be. We're a city set on a hill. We're the light. Can't have a bushel over top of us. We're supposed to let our light so shine before men. They see our good works, right? And glorify our Father in heaven. There is no good in us without God. There is none. There's no good in our thoughts. And we've got to have the word discerning. I'm telling you, you take time every day, get in this word, study it.
Hebrews 3. Verse 7 says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear His voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works forty years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation, said, They always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. So how in the world is it that you harden your heart? When pastor preaches, he preaches the word, does he not? So if you and I, we come here and we hear the word of God, but we don't do the word of God, our heart gets hard. It's as simple as that. That's how a heart gets hard. We quit listening to the voice of God. Say, well, that's... Or which cracks me up, people say, oh, that's in the Old Testament. And usually when people say that, it's when someone's talking about tithing. Usually. Oh, that's, we're not under the law. God said, I change not. I change not. He said, you mess with my word, you're on scary, you, you are on frightening ground. To hear, therefore, to him that knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. It's sin. We're, we're to be doers of this word, church. I, I want to encourage you, you get in this word like you've never been in it before. I believe there will come a day when the, when, the, when the pews will thunder again with rattling. Because I believe this same famine that God has sent on the earth, at least in America, I believe he's going to, he's going to answer prayer and people are going to be students of the word once again. I cannot imagine... When, when pastor calls for prayer and fasting on Wednesdays, this, it's miraculous what happens to me. As he's speaking on Sunday, I'm hungry. Because he says we're going to fast, I wasn't even hungry. But when he starts talking about it, then I'm, I start getting hungry. It's just such a picture of this flesh hating the things of God. But there are things that happen when we fast, and I get so grouchy because when we fast, the whole purpose of fasting is to no deny oneself. Tell, you're telling your flesh, no. No, you're not, you're not the boss here. Well, you just turn that around. Now, we just do it for a day. Can you imagine doing it for a week? And yet many do. Many 
people just get fed on Sundays. And so it doesn't matter how many weights you lift, what you look like. Spiritually, you're anemic. You're weak. Who did everyone pick on growing up? The little skinny kid, right? Who you think the enemy's after? He's looking for a weak one. He's looking for an easy mark. And I'm telling you, I promise you, if you were old enough to remember Doris Do, I promise you the enemy feared Doris Do. This old lady, she was probably in her early 80s, and she walked very slow. She had a real soft-spoken voice. She walked with the cane, but I believe she made hell tremble. That woman was a student of the Word of God, and she was a prayer warrior. Wasn't she, Brian? Joshua 1. Verse 1 says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Wouldn't that be an awesome thing to have spoken to you and over you? And yet, God says, I'm, Jesus said, I'm going to the Father, and I'm sending the Comforter. He's with you now, but He's going to be in you. God Himself lives in us. We have a great edge, I believe. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. You that do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, I was thinking about Jason's message this morning, then, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Then. It's an odd. He's telling Joshua the same thing. You meditate on this word day and night then you're going to be prosperous, and then you're going to have success. Oh my gosh, have we taken some shortcuts in America. The church 
is trying to do everything it can do without this. We're trying, I'm telling you, don't get mad at me, but I've watched it for years, and we're trying to live off what we get on Sunday to carry us all week long. If I get grouchy just on a Wednesday afternoon if when we're about to fast, I can't imagine what it would be like for a week. I've never fasted for a week. Have you ever fasted for a week? I mean, it, it would have to make you grouchy. And so what happens? When we finally get to eat, what do we do? We gorge ourselves. End up throwing up what we ate. It's not healthy. It's not healthy to do that. So what happens? We get in this word day and night and we learn how to eat and we have our thoughts discerned and we start treating people different. We start treating our wives different. We start treating our kids different. We make better employees. We have words. We have more seed to give, to sow out to those God puts in our path. Listen, Remember 2 Peter? Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. We're not like Russian olives. I lost a lot of you there. You want to know what a Russian olive is? I swear that thing would grow in sand or coal or on concrete. They're in the woods. They've been shipped in from somewhere and they are taking over fence rows. They're taking over woods. They're killing big trees. I, I spent days last year with my tractor, my box scraper, and a chain and I yanked every one out of our 13 acres I could get and burned them all. I can walk through our woods now. Don't even need fed. That, that's the way that we need to be with the Word of God. Have it inside of us, and we just go in and take over. Let it take over our thoughts. Let it take over how we act. Because we have a, a nature that doesn't want the Word of God in us. It's still in you and I. It's still there. And when our thoughts aren't discerned, it's a bad thing. When our thoughts aren't discerned, here's what we think. No one cares about me. No one cares. Some time ago, a lady came to me so upset, said, I want you to know something. I was in the hospital. I was in there a week and no one ever checked on me. I said, did, did, you, did you call a church and let anyone know you were in there? Well, no. I said, how are we supposed to know these things? I said, well, I don't know, but she left. She left the church. Not a student of the Word of God. 
not a student of the word. Nothing was discerning her thoughts, and she was convinced that everyone hated her. I'm telling you, it'll happen. You'll go in the hospital, and people won't check on you. If it's not happened to you, it will. No one's going to call you. It's going to happen because we're just like you. People get upset. One thing I asked this lady, and I really think it probably upset her, I said, how long have you been coming here? Oh, probably four or five years. I said, how many times have you gone to the hospital to visit someone? Well, that's different. I said, no. No, it's not different. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Pastor's not called to visit. We're all called to visit. Get it in you. It, it, it washes all that junk. That's how we cleanse our way. We get, we get us off of the throne. And God gets back on the throne where he needs to be in our lives and in our hearts. That's all I want to say. I just want to encourage you. You take time to get in that word. If you're starting to have those thoughts, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read.